Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. We are back coming off of the 4th of July weekend into this short week. Thank goodness it's a short week, but you guys, I feel like short weeks have a tendency to feel so much longer. I don't know how they always manage to do this to us, but they really do. It's kicking me in the butt. I'm excited to go into the weekend, even though we just had a long weekend. But you know what? I feel like I have a new zest for wanting more time to relax. I just want time to be able to not think about work for a second. I'm serious, you guys. I feel like I wake up every single night realizing that I've had a stress dream about work and that can't be healthy, right? I don't know. I just feel like it's very consuming sometimes. And that's why I have so much on my mind, like traveling, going new places, experiencing new things. I feel like I really need to do that. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in this episode. Also, I feel like everybody is traveling right now. Obviously, things are starting to reopen more and more. So I think that's why. But I feel like it is filled on all of my feeds. Everyone is somewhere else. And I'm just here thinking, what am I doing? Why am I not traveling? There are a couple reasons. That's definitely for sure. But I feel like maybe there's more on the horizon and more to even start just thinking about. Even if I'm not traveling right now, I can have some aspirational thoughts to get me there eventually. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. I've already really started talking about what's new with me. But other than that, this 4th of July weekend was so fun, filled with such good company, good food, really great quality time on the boat, just hanging out with people that I really enjoy hanging out with. And the thing is, for me, that's exactly what 4th of July is supposed to be, what it has always been for me, being on a lake with friends, just having a good time with the company that you're around. That's everything to me for this holiday, so I'm so glad I was able to do that. Also, another thing that we did, right next to my boyfriend's cabin, there's this place where you can go and feed animals, which seems like a normal thing, right? They have a lot of those places around. But this one, you could go and feed deer, like right up close to them, not in a cage, not in anything, that you can just go right up to them and feel like a full-on Disney princess feeding these deer. It was legitimately magical. I had so much fun there. I'm definitely going to be going back. They also keep it so nice and pristine, which was just a lovely experience. That's really all that's new with me. I guess I have really high expectations for next weekend. Now that the bar was set so high last weekend, I just got to keep the ball rolling here, you know? Keep having things to look forward to so that my life is full of fun. That's the goal. All right, now let's get right into what's hot. First story... I don't report on weddings very often, but I'm reporting on this one because I love these two people. I love this pair. It is such an untraditional pair, I feel like, but I'm obsessed with them specifically because I saw them on The Voice together and their love story is just so sweet. According to E! News, Gwen Stefani marries Blake Shelton during intimate wedding ceremony. Less than a year after getting engaged, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are officially husband and wife. The couple said I do during a ceremony in Oakland on July 3rd. It's been nearly six years since the singer started dating after meeting on The Voice. I love these two. I'm so happy that they're finally married. Like I said, I feel like they're just such an unexpected couple that work so well. I love seeing their chemistry on The Voice, and I love how you would never pair these two together. Like, he is this hardcore country singer, and she is this pop icon. I just love it. It makes no sense, and it makes so much sense. Also, I really love the collaborations, the music that they're putting out. I feel like Gwen Stefani wasn't releasing that much stuff, and then she started dating Blake Shelton, and now they're bangers after bangers, and they're crossing genres together. I love that. I love them. Such happy news. 
Next up on What's Hot, some entertainment film news. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Quentin Tarantino is now the proud owner of two Los Angeles movie theaters. The Oscar-winning writer-director revealed on the Armchair Expert podcast hosted by Dak Shepard and Monica Padman that he bought the historical Vista Theater on Sunset Boulevard. He also said that the single-screen movie theater will likely reopen later this year. It has been shuttered due to the pandemic. Tarantino proudly announced, I bought the Vista Theater. We'll probably reopen it around Christmas time. And again, only film. It won't be a revival house. We'll show new movies that come out where they give us a film print. It's not going to be like a New Beverly cinema. The New Beverly has its own vibe. The Vista is like a crown jewel kind of thing. We'll show older films, but it will be like you can hold a four-night engagement. His other theater, the landmark New Beverly, was bought in 2007. It exclusively shows 35mm and 16mm films, most from Tarantino's personal collection. The New Beverly reopened in mid-June. It has also sold out every single night since it welcomed back guests. Some background on the theater that he's currently purchasing. The Vista Theater opened on October 9, 1923, showing both film and vaudeville acts. It seats 400 patrons. So I think that it's really cool that he's buying this mostly to save theaters that are going out of business. I think that we're going to see this a lot, especially because during the pandemic, a lot of theaters really struggled. So people that have money and care a lot about the film industry are probably going to put their money there. But I think it is really interesting because Quentin Tarantino in particular has a very strong opinion about where the theater industry has moved towards and that he doesn't really like the direction that it's moving in. More from this podcast, he stated, Some of these exhibitors that are going, I never like to see any movie theaters closing, but some of these exhibitors who are going, they deserve to go. They have taken all of the specialness out of movies anyway. Some of these chains where they're showing commercials all through it, they don't turn the lights down, everything is stadium seating, plastic shit. He continued, They have been writing their own epitaph for a long time, but they assumed the business would take you along. It's been crazy throughout my career to see how the film experience is lessened for the viewer like every five years. However, I do think boutique cinemas actually will thrive in this time. And I'm not talking about the lazy boy order nachos and margaritas. I actually like the Alamo Drafthouse a lot, but I have a living room. I want to go to the theater. So as you can see, he's very opinionated on this matter. As I mean, he probably should be. I think it's definitely a conversation worth having. People wanting to go to the theater just to relax, put their feet up, get a margarita, get tacos. I think people really, really like that experience. But at the same time, we really have cheapened it if you think about it. People used to dress up to go to the theater. It was a huge experience. It was something that you were excited for, you prepped for. Now you can just buy a ticket, whatever night you want to go, decide last minute, we're going to go see a movie, put on your sweatpants, bring a blanket. Part of me thinks I love the old Hollywood about it. I love that it was such a big deal, that it was something to really look forward to. But then the other side of me is like, okay, but this is making it a little bit more accessible. If this is what people want, then that's what people should have. If that's the experience that they want to experience their movie in... I mean, yeah, he's right. If you want to watch the movie in your living room, you could get that same experience. But I think it is different at a theater. Even if you are, quote unquote, cheapening the experience, it's different being with your friends, being in the same space, someplace that's not your home, getting food, getting drinks. I see both sides completely because I would love to dress up to go to the movies, but I also love to bring a blanket to the theater. So mixed opinions. He clearly has a very strong stance one way. I think whatever saves the industry, whatever saves the theaters, 
whatever is going to make people want to go and make it the most enjoyable watching, viewing experience is the one that we should be leaning towards. And who knows, maybe if it becomes more posh again, people will want to go for different reasons. So we'll see. Regardless, it's a great day when a movie theater is saved. Next up on What's Hot, moving into some travel news. According to Business Insider, United says that 100% of customers will be able to bring carry-on bags as part of its massive fleet upgrades. Here are the highlights from this article. United Airlines' new aircraft interiors will have larger overhead bins that it says can accommodate every passenger's carry-on. As many as six bags can fit in the new overhead bins when placed on their sides. Gate-checking bags would be eliminated and flyers wouldn't need to crowd the gate before a flight. Apparently, there are going to be a lot of updates. United Airlines plans to gut the interiors of its narrow-body Boeing and Airbus planes as part of a multi-year fleet revitalization program. Again, the one that's really being talked about is this overhead space. We can all bring a carry-on bag now, which personally I feel like is great. I know some airlines, they charge you for the carry-on bag and then they also charge you for a checked bag, which doesn't make sense to me. How are you going to travel without a bag? Like you're literally just going to travel with no bag or you're going to have to pay extra Flights are already so expensive and they're going to get more and more expensive as more people start to travel again. And I just feel like we do not need that extra expense if they have the room for it. So hopefully this will not be charged. It doesn't seem like it's going to be charged. It seems like if you fly United, you will just get a carry-on bag. Sounds good to me. And honestly, I kind of feel like United needed a bit of an upgrade anyways. So I think that this is a good thing moving in the right direction. I gotta say, I love Delta. If I can fly them, I'll fly them first. But maybe United is giving all the other airlines a run for their money here. We'll see. Hopefully more to come. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. We are going to stick with the travel theme. You guys can see this is going somewhere. So first up on that, a movie, The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I know so many of you have probably seen this. If you haven't, not sure what you're doing. Are you living under a rock? I don't know, but you need to watch this movie. It's so good. It makes you want to travel. You're going to want to hop on a plane yesterday once you watch this. And it's also just such a feel-good movie. You can have it on while you're doing things. If you want to have a wine and popcorn night, that's also perfect for this. And there's more than one movie, so you can make it a two-parter if you really want to. Here's the summary. Bridget, Blake Lively, Carmen, America Ferreira, Lena, Alexis Bledel, and Tibby, Amber Tamblin by the way, star-studded cast, are best friends living in Maryland. After many summers together, the four are finally going their separate ways for a few months. While Bridget heads to Mexico and Lena visits family in Greece, Carmen and Tibby stay closer to home. No matter where they are, they are connected by a pair of jeans that they take turns sharing, pants that fit all four girls and exemplify their tight bond. I love this movie. It's such a content upper. If you guys haven't seen it in a while or haven't seen it at all, this is your PSA. Go watch it now. It's perfect to watch in the summer too. I love watching movies in the same season that I'm in. I don't know if that's weird, but I just love feeling like I can relate to them from a seasonal standpoint. Go check it out. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Next up, another movie recommendation if you are trying to fulfill that wanderlust spirit, The Bucket List. Here's your summary. Billionaire Edward Cole, played by Jack Nicholson, and car mechanic Carter Chambers, played by Morgan Freeman, also crazy cast here, 
are complete strangers until fate lands them in the same hospital room. The men find they have two things in common, a need to come to terms with who they are and what they have done with their lives, and a desire to complete a list of things they want to see and do before they die. Against their doctor's advice, the men leave the hospital and set out on the adventures of a lifetime. This movie makes you just have a zest for your own life. It makes you think about your own bucket list, what you want to accomplish, and it's just a beautiful story about friendship and travel all wrapped into one. I feel like some people think that this movie is incredibly cheesy. Some people think it's incredibly inspiring. I happen to land somewhere in the middle, which is why it's a perfect movie for me and I'm sure many of you guys too. Check it out. Again, if you have this travel bug right now, this is a good one to watch. Next up on What's Good, you guys, I did it. I succumbed to the pressure of buying a Drew House sweatshirt. I told you guys about this so far back. I bought the bucket hat because I was not able to secure the sweatshirt, but I finally secured a sweatshirt. It is a blue color. It has a smiley face on it. It's cute. I love it. I don't know what to say. I know it's not everyone's style, everyone's speed, but things like this, some streetwear brands, I feel like I'm just going to love to have them later in life. I don't know if that makes sense, but I feel like a lot of clothing items that are of the moment of the time, they appreciate, even if it's not like you're trying to sell them or anything, for yourself, they just hold more memories if they're timely with everything else. Like, for instance, this is Justin Bieber's brand. He's a co-founder of this brand, so the fact that he is in the zeitgeist right now, that means something for this streetwear brand. So I don't know. I'm glad that I got one. If you guys are looking into getting one, I would definitely suggest sizing down. It's already oversized, like very, very oversized. So like I got an extra small and it's basically like a true large, if that's helpful at all, which I like. I like my sweatshirts really oversized, but I probably could have gotten a 2XS. So just keep that in mind. Overall, happy with my decision. No regrets. Just needed to give you guys that update. I finally got a Drew House sweatshirt. Next up on what's good, fanny packs. I know I've talked about these before. I understand so many people already have them. People might think, oh, that was so like two years ago. I don't know if fanny packs are still in. I'm here to tell you they're in. Still wear them. Not only because they're cute, but because they're so freaking functional. So here's just your friendly reminder to get your fanny pack for the summer for traveling, really any and all of your needs. They have some great ones at Lululemon that are colorful and water resistant. I also have one that I love from Topo Designs, which also acts as a crossbody bag. And that is also so functional. And I just love them. I think they're adorable. Again, another PSA in this episode for you guys. Go get your fanny packs. Next up for what's good is something, again, if you're trying to travel or if you're just going on a long car ride and you need something for your neck, a neck pillow that is adorable, okay? These are stuffed animals that turn into neck pillows. My brother got these for my mom, my sister, and me. I'm obsessed with it. It's a little elephant. It's so adorable. So it's an elephant to start and then you flip it inside out and it becomes a neck pillow. So it's actually really nice for traveling specifically because it has a little carabiner on the animal so you can just hook it onto your luggage and it's amazing. The Kirkland Zip and Flip Travel Pillow is very close to it. It might be the exact one. I'm not totally sure. Again, my brother got this for me. But if you want to match with me, get the elephant. So cute. So functional. 
absolutely obsessed. Last up for what's good, the songs. Happy Place by St. Phoenix, Bongo Cha 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 by Good Boys, and Runaway Train by Soul Asylum. All fantastic songs. Add them to your playlist or find them on Typically Peachy What's Good playlist on Spotify. That's it for what's good. Let's get right into need to know basis. Like I've mentioned, little hints throughout this episode, I am craving travel. I'm craving going to new places, experiencing new things, just doing something different. And I'm not really in a place right now where I'm going to be able to travel a lot, but that's okay. That doesn't mean that the dreams have to stop. And I just feel like we can all take a lesson from this, that even though you're not traveling right this second, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to aspire to travel. You shouldn't continue to make those bucket list places and talk about those things with the people that you want to travel with. Try to plan things as much as you can. And then when those things happen, you'll have more of a foundation of like, okay, I really wanted to go to these places and now I'm checking them off of my list and that feels really fulfilling in some way. So I have made a list that I'm going to share with you guys, and then I'm just going to give you guys some of my reasons why I think traveling is so important, why I think making lists like this is so important, all the above. Just remembering that just because you can't do it now doesn't mean you can't do it in the future and doesn't mean that you shouldn't aspire for it in the present. Here's my list, and it is ever-growing, which is crazy because it's already huge, but there are so many more places that I haven't even thought of to go to. I am somebody that I feel like would love to go pretty much anywhere just to try it out at least once in my life but here are some top picks right now greece i have a friend that's there right now i'm so jealous of her milan and pretty much all over italy i'm obsessed with italy just as an idea mostly but also i think that i would truly really love it i almost studied abroad there and it fell through so i would love to go there one day poland never been, have family roots there, definitely need to go. Israel, Germany, my boyfriend goes every year, so I'm definitely going to be going there soon. Japan, Argentina, Barbados, Australia. One of my friends studied abroad there. She freaking loved it. I need to get there too. New York, that one's probably crazy to you guys. I've never been to New York and I'm 24 years old. How does that happen? I am somebody that is like, I could move to New York tomorrow without even having been there. I really feel like I would love it there, but the opportunity has not presented itself, but I'm sure that I will get there someday very, very soon. England, my sister was living there and I didn't have the opportunity to visit her in London, but I hope that I can go. One of my best friends who's like an absolute sister to me, she's from London, so I would love to go visit her family there. The Bahamas, I just feel like that is the ultimate beach vacation spot, so I gotta go. Ireland, heard it's beautiful. Kenya, oh my gosh, I would just love to experience the culture there in all different ways and very much would love to see all the animals there. They have some of the coolest animals in Kenya. India, I would love to visit there, and I would also love to eat the food there. Brazil, Alaska, the Maldives, stay in one of those tiny little huts by the water. I would absolutely adore that. Amsterdam, Denmark, see the Northern Lights. And last on my list is somewhere that I think I'm going to go to this year with my boyfriend and his family, which is St. Martin. 
in November. I think I'm going to go right before Thanksgiving. Obviously, you guys will hear all about that trip once it comes to fruition. I'm very, very excited. Also, a place that I feel like I wouldn't have even known is on my bucket list. But then the more and more that I've thought about it, I want to go more and more. And that's like so many of these places. I feel like once you start doing your research and really realizing all that it has to offer then you get excited about it and then you put it on your bucket list and then your list just keeps growing and growing and you can check those things off. And of course, these are all earthly places, but you guys know my number one is space, getting to space, traveling, going to different planets, going to the moon. I know that right now at this point in time, it may seem far-fetched to some of you. Maybe it seems realistic to some. I personally feel like It's very realistic in my lifetime that we're going to be able to travel there and it's going to be similar, not the same, but have some similar aspects as travel in general. There's going to be costs, there's going to be places to stay, things to experience, different things to learn, all different aspects. So yes, space is on my list. You can laugh at me now, but no one's going to be laughing when I'm podcasting from the moon. Anyways, guys, this list, what this is for me is really just a reminder to keep thinking. Keep thinking about things that you really want to aspire to. Like I was saying with St. Martin, I didn't even know for sure that that was on my bucket list. But now that I'm taking that opportunity, I'm so excited to go and do that and to go see that new place. I really feel like you should be taking every opportunity available to you. That's one of my top tips for this. If a trip is available, if you're able to go, if an opportunity arises, take it. You won't regret taking an opportunity like that and having new experiences. And that goes into why I think traveling is so important. You can see new cultures and spaces and people and ways of life. I think it is so integral to our human experience to go understand how other people live. New foods, their environment, their homes, what they find important, their values. I think it's so important to branch out and try our best to understand other people's experiences in the same planet that we're living on. We're never going to know 100%, but there are steps that we can take to just have a little bit more understanding. Another reason that I think traveling is so important is for the memories. You get so many lifelong memories from traveling, from those different experiences. I feel like some of my best favorite memories are with my friends or my family in different parts of the world because we're able to have those unique moments together. Those memories are just ours in this other place. I think it's such a special and unique thing that sometimes we take for granted that we're even able to travel, that our technological advancements have made that possible because it's a luxury. So if you can do it, do it. Make those memories with those people, the people that you travel with, the people that you meet along the way. That's the other really cool thing. You can make so many new friends in completely different parts of the world. How insane. You guys remember when we did like pen pals in elementary school? You can do that as like an adult. You can go and you can go to a different country and then you can stay in touch with them and then meet them in new countries. That's so possible. I feel like that's what I'm yearning for. I want to take advantage of that ability as much as I can. Another huge reason is challenging yourself. Even if you feel like you don't know the language, a lot of these places you're gonna go into and you're not gonna speak the same language as the people living there. 
but you can learn and you can try. That's also why I feel like it's so important that before you travel to have some understanding of the cultural norms of what you're going into before you go there so that you're respectful of those places, of those people, of their way of life. And then once you're able to do that and then also get past that uncomfortable feeling for yourself, really amazing growth can happen there. I know for some people, this isn't a problem. They're completely extroverted. They can go anywhere and they can completely find new friends and be comfortable in new situations. That's pretty much my sister. She can travel and make friends anywhere, which is amazing. But I guess I'm specifically talking to those people that aren't like that, that feel more comfortable in their own space with people that they know. Just because that's your comfort zone doesn't mean you need to stay there. Challenge yourself. Go outside of that a little bit amazing things can come from that. You're never going to regret stepping out and doing something like that, meeting new people, and ingraining yourself in a new way of life. There's only growth from there. And then the last reason that I love traveling so much is really I feel like it makes you appreciate not only the places that you've gone, the places that you've got to experience, but also exactly where you are. I don't know if you guys have this similar feeling. I think that distance sometimes does make the heart grow fonder and it's hard to appreciate always your home base the people that are around your individual experiences if you're just living in them day in and day out and never really examining them never seeing how they're different from anybody else's never seeing a different environment that you could be in I think that being able to experience all of those things gives you an even deeper appreciation for your own life and where you are in life. That's why I feel like traveling is so important. It gives us so many different perspectives. And even if that brings you right to being so happy about where you are, that's a perspective that I feel like we all need to have too. Just knowing what else is out there. That adventure, explorer spirit, we all have it in us. I know I personally do and I am itching to travel and practice all these things that I'm preaching, and just be able to go out there and learn more about myself, about other people, about different cultures, about my feelings about where I am right now. All of these different things, I just want to be able to do it so badly. So hopefully soon, again, I'm going to St. Martin. That's just one of the many, 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 many places that I'm trying to go to in my lifetime. But hey guys, it is a long, long, beautiful life. There's going to be so much travel up ahead for both you and me. So don't let the wanderlust drive you crazy. Let it inspire you. Make lists about it. Dream about it. Hopefully I will dream about this rather than work-related things. And now that I've had the conversation, this is definitely top of mind for me. Maybe it's top of mind for you too. Let's all take a trip together. Typically peachy retreat one day. Who knows? It could happen, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you guys have the travel bug, I am right there with you. If you're going to go, make sure you understand the place. Make sure you understand how to travel safely right now. Obviously, a lot is still up in the air. But again, we can dream. Travel is top of mind, and that's okay. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Listen to some new good music. Have some fun in the sun. Make your own bucket list. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.